At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Scott Seidenberg with you. Scott Seidenberg filling in for James Salinas on the program today. And we have reached the time of the show to be joined by Jeff Benson and Derek Stevens. Jeff is the Sportsbook Operations Manager here for Circa Sports. Derek, the owner and CEO of the Circa Resort and Casino, the D and Golden Gate Hotel Casino here in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Derek looking very sparkling today. I love the coat. <laughs> Folks, check that out from our man. But it is time. Without further ado, Jeff, we always start with you. The consensus picks, the five most popular picks for the Circa Million Contest. What are they in week three, my friend? Yeah, as we roll into week three here, uh, the top five consensus picks in the Circa Million Three are as follows. Uh, the number one overall consensus pick uh, is the hometown Las Vegas Raiders, uh, minus four uh, versus the Dolphins. Uh, that had 1,108 selections. Uh, number two was the L.A. Rams, plus one and a half uh, versus the defending champion uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, that had 1,073 selections. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, plus three and a half on the road versus the San Francisco 49ers, uh, was the third most popular choice with 1,062 selections. Uh, and then kind of interestingly enough, uh, the opposite side of the number one consensus pick, uh, the Dolphins plus four uh, versus the Raiders. Uh, that was number four for us uh, with 1,044 selections. And then last but not least, the Arizona Cardinals minus seven and a half uh, against the unpopular Jacksonville Jaguars. Very good. That's I, so interesting that you're going to have both sides right. of that Raiders game. So that's a game that's going to give some people losses here in this contest. If you have that as two of the top five consensus picks, that's wild. 
Yeah, yeah. Jeff, I don't think we've seen that before. Where we've had we've had two teams playing each other, both with a uh, thousand selections. Correct. You know, it's it's very uh, not popular to have you know two of those uh, teams playing in the same game, uh, being that top five consensus. Uh, but obviously, as the contest continues to grow and we have more entries, uh, you know, we'll certainly start to see that happen. But uh, certainly interesting as you look at it. You know what, Scott? You and I talked about that too. Um, you actually flip flopped. You kind of like the Raiders. Now you like the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I, you and I both feel, and maybe you guys too. I think you can make good cases for either side in this game. Yeah, I was talking with somebody earlier about this. Obviously, you know, the, the Raiders have two safeties out. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs is uh, not going to play after not practicing all week. For me, the drop off between Tua and Jacoby Brissett is minimal, if nothing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, and I think when you look at you know what this line would have been before the season started. I think you could make the case that the Dolphins might have been a small favorite or the game would have been fixed. So, you know, I, I think the, there might be a little bit of an overreaction here. Uh, you know, personally, I'd be looking to take the four, uh, not lay it. Uh, but it's certainly interesting to see the way the contestants in the contest are playing. All right, we're here at week three. You guys have the quarterly prizes. So there's this week and then next week to wrap up the four-week uh, chance at the quarterly prize. Where are we now in terms of how many entries are 10-0 and 0, starting out, you know, 5-0 and 0 in both weeks? Yeah, absolutely. You know, all credit to Derek. Uh, you know, we've been able to, you know, incorporate the quarterly prizes. Uh, incredible. And, and the booby prizes. And, and I think it makes for such a better contest, given that it keeps people engaged, you know, all season long and every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, you know, here in quarter one, uh, it's weeks one through four. Uh, obviously, this is week three, but we have 12 entries that are 10 and 0. Uh, and then we also have one guy who uh, is 0 and 10. Uh, <laughs> Just one. Yes, just okay. one. Uh, one. One gentleman, <laughs> I believe his name is Frankie in black, uh, but he is 0-10, and he's uh, in the lead for the quarterly booby prize. Uh, so obviously, after uh, four weeks, uh, the winner uh, will get one, $171,750 for first place, uh, $50,000 for second place, $25,000 for third place, and then the quarterly booby prize, uh, that, that winner would get 25 25000 for the quarterly booby prize. And that did come up on VEASAN earlier this week, if there was a booby prize quarterly. And yes, there is $25,000 worth. And uh, Derek, I really, we have you to thank hmm. for the quarterly prizes because the, the folks down the street now have a similar scheme, you know, where they're paying out every three or four weeks. And, and that is fantastic for us as betters because like Jeff said, it really keeps you engaged. And you've got, you've got contests within the contest every three or four weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is like week week three is like moving moving day, you know. What I mean? <laughs> right, you so, so uh, yeah. I mean, twelve people that are ten and zero. Um, you know, it's it's likely one, maybe more, go five and zero this week. So we could have somebody going into week four would be the first time we've seen it where somebody had an undefeated record going into the final week of of the quarter. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting. You know, all these picks are going to be posted online here on our website in an hour, so people can follow. Uh, and I also say. I'd also say it's worth a follow on 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 our man here uh, that's zero and ten because I'll tell you going zero and ten is just as hard as yeah. ten and zero. And some would say it's yeah. more impressive yeah. than going ten and zero. So uh, yeah, so it's it's exciting. We're gonna we have a lot of fun following this, you know. And then uh, and then going into the final week of a quarter, uh, the excitement just just you know elevates. That's great stuff. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders, the most popular pick at minus four here at home hosting the Miami Dolphins, the Los Angeles Rams catching a point and a half, the second most popular pick, the Green Bay Packers catching three and a half, your third most popular. Then the other side of the Raider game, the Miami Dolphins at plus four are the fourth most popular pick in the Circa Million. And finally, the Arizona Cardinals on the road at Jacksonville 
at minus seven and a half. And let's go over to Circa Survivor, Derek, and run down some of the most popular picks to win it outright in week three. Yeah, so going into this week, we had a total of 2,985 entries still alive. So with the $6 million payout, that means each entry ticket theoretically is now worth more than $2,000 per entry. Uh, the selections this week went as follows. The, the, the largest selection with a, with a big, big gap was the Denver Broncos. Okay. 1,468 yeah. selections on the Broncos. Um, you know, effectively, about 50% of the pool is on, wow. is on the Broncos. So it's, it's a very, very big game from a survivor perspective uh, as far as the percentage of the pool. Uh, number two, um, this group had 736 selections, and they're already in the house. This was uh, Carolina on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So we had about a quarter of the pool jump in on, uh, on Thursday night, and, and they got through. Uh, number three um, were the Baltimore Ravens at 340 selections. Number four was uh, the Cleveland Browns at 126. And number five was uh, the Arizona Cardinals at 108. And after that, it declines pretty quickly. So I was kind of interested in uh, the fact that 108 people selected the Cardinals uh, because – that's the team that I've been talking about, I think, is the key team in this year's 2021 Survivor because that's the team that really stands out for me as the team you want to save for Christmas. That's the, okay. one, that's the one that I really think stands out. The other thing I think is really interesting is the choice of the Carolina Panthers on Thursday or the choice of the Broncos today. There's a reason why these two teams match up, and it comes down to Week 14. Because if you look at the rest of the Broncos schedule, you look at the rest of the Carolina schedule, you probably will never take either of these teams ever except for potentially week 14. Week 14, Denver is at home against the Detroit Lions. Okay. Week 14, Carolina is home against Atlanta. Hmm. And those are going to be strong selections. So people that take the Broncos today, this weekend, may be thinking about Carolina in week 14. And inversely, those that selected Carolina yeah. Thursday night really maybe need to now save the Broncos for this week 14. Well, that, that comes down to the whole ideology of survive in advance or game theory. Are you planning your selections in advance, like you're saying, the smart way to do it, which is look at the schedule because you want to save certain teams for certain games, or people are looking at the highest point spread saying, let me just survive in advance. I don't think the Broncos are going to lose at home to the Jets, who have looked bad through two weeks, let me jump on them and escape with a victory. Now, if the Jets win, you're talking about knocking out 50% of the pool here, which would be devastating. Part of me wants to see it. <laughs> oh, I'm a Jets fan, but also, it would be incredible. I'll tell ball. you what. I mean, with, with about 50% of the pool on yeah. the Broncos, that means the other 50% of, of the pool is really yeah. for the Jets. I mean, yeah. this game's going to have a lot of interest on bad. It doesn't matter whether you have them or not. Yeah, I You know what's crazy is, is there's one uh, participant I saw in our graphic there for the selections in Week 3 in the Survivor Contest that one uh, selection is on the Jets to win this game outright. How about that? And how do you explain that? I mean, that's got to be, I would guess, someone with multiple entries. Yeah, that's, that's just a playing a little play. bit of a strategy there. Mm-hmm. Could be. I mean, yeah. it could be because if you do something like that and you run the option, you decide to run an option play, and you and you basically sacrifice an entry. But obviously, with, with the one just play, yeah, your 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 value of your the value of your tickets is going to go up by more than double if you eliminate half the rest of the pool. 
Yeah, absolutely outstanding. What kind of action have you guys seen at the counter in that game? Has it been public on uh, the Broncos? Have the Sharps been betting the Jets or little action at all? What Which way is it going uh, down here behind us? Yeah, I would say the Jets, you know, for, for us and most sports books, you know, the public's going to be on the Broncos uh, in this spot. And then obviously most weeks we're probably going to need the Jets, you know, for a healthy amount of money. You know, for us, uh, we saw a little bit of sharp money on the Dolphins plus four. Uh, and then also the Buccaneers have been very popular. I know some spots around town uh, open the Rams minus two and a half. You know, that's uh, certainly flipped. Uh, and the Buccaneers are a short favorite now. Um, but those are kind of the popular plays we've seen across the counter. Yeah, uh, so I, I want to follow up on that game because it opened up with the Rams as a favorite and then flipped, obviously, to the Bucs. Uh, I've seen reports from multiple sports books saying they're just praying for a Rams victory. Are you guys heavily invested on the Rams because of how many tickets you've seen on the Buccaneers so far? You know, for us, we don't have a huge decision on it yet. You know, okay. I, I think, uh, obviously, the, the Rams being favored in this spot was probably the wrong opener, and obviously the market's corrected that. Um, I think at this point, you know, Tampa Bay is still the better team. You know, they have a better coach, better quarterback. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if this, uh, you know, Ram defense is able to step up um, and really measure up with that high-powered, uh, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneer offense. But, you know, I, I think, you know, the Buccaneers by one and a half, two, two points, two and a half points is probably the right line. And that opening is a little bit Yeah, I'm kind of surprised a little bit that uh, the wise guys have jumped on Tampa Bay. The look-ahead line over the summer was the Rams by one. Mm -hmm. I think most of the... Sportsbook operators in town figured this was basically a pick'em game. So I think it's interesting that the market has kind of jumped to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you so much, gentlemen, always joining us here on the Pro Football Blitz and releasing these uh, contest selections before anybody else gets to see it. That's why you tune in to VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll be right back with more of the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Scott Seidenberg with you going over week three in the NFL. Thanks again to Derek Stevens and Jeff Benson of Circa Sports releasing the consensus plays there for both the Circa Million and the Circa Survivor. And let's take a minute, Scott, to kind of react and reflect on what we saw there as far as the consensus picks mm-hmm. in the Circa Million. You have the Raiders in the number one spot there, and then you also have the Dolphins. In the number three spot. which is Number four. Number four spot, which is just it's so wild to me because I think what you're ha- what you're you're seeing here is kind of a battle between, and I'm not saying pros versus Joes, but people that will look at the backup quarterback situation for the Dolphins and think I'm automatically firing on the two and O team going up against the backup quarterback, versus players who are actually analyzing the game to a deeper level, thinking the drop off between Tua and Jacoby Brissett is minimal. This is a Dolphins team that is better than how they looked. The score was a little bit deceiving last week. And this is a Raiders team that's due for some regression with injury concern. And so playing the Dolphins, taking the points would be the smarter play. I think that if this line, to be honest with you, was two and a half to three, the Raiders would still be the number one consensus and the Dolphins wouldn't be on that top five. Yeah, I think that's a very good point, and I agree with you. And we'll get into this game a little deeper in our uh, breakdown later in the program. But I, I made the line three. Mm-hmm. I made the line in favor of the Raiders, minus three. Uh, and like you and I said with Derek and Jeff here, I, I think you can make good cases for either side. Sure. And it's very interesting that we saw that you know betters kind of feel that way as well. <laughs> the Raiders are in a situation where they come off of two incredible victories. The Monday night opener here at Allegiant Stadium, fans in the stands, and it goes to overtime, and they take out the Baltimore Ravens. Then they go on the road to play the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, the the rivalry from the 70s, the yeah. Raiders and the Steelers, and they pull that one off as well. Obvi- and you and I were talking before the program. Now they're in the role of the favorite for the first time. Their last four tries in that spot, they are 0-4 against the spread as a favorite, so we'll see how they fare that way. Now, the, the flip side is, and I mentioned this uh, when we were breaking down Miami a little bit earlier, I, I think they're kind of a fade team for me. You know, uh, all the fortunate uh, situations that they had last year with special teams turnovers and defensive turnovers, and, and then to do all that and, and perform so well and yet come up short of the postseason, those teams typically fall on hard times in, yeah. the, in the follow-up year. And so Miami is a kind of a team for me that I don't have great expectations for. 
Another thing that our friend Michael Lombardi said a couple of years ago, and I have kept this in the back of my mind, bad offensive lines don't travel well. Mm-hmm. And Miami has a bad offensive line. And, uh, you know, I think that's just another reason why the Raiders could get it done here. Now, Jeff Benson mentioned Josh Jacobs is out. They do have some injuries. Now, Kenyon Drake, a little bit of a revenge game for him against <laughs> his former team there. But, you know, if the Raiders play their game and if they look the way they have for the first two weeks, they could slaughter Miami. They could. Uh, they should win this game. Let me let me get that out of the way. They should win this game. If, if you watch both of these teams on film, if you break it down, you look at you look at it. This state, the Raiders should win, and this would be a loss that I think would be crippling to their season. Because mm-hmm. it's it's this is the type of game that would set them back with all the positive momentum that they have created with winning these two games as underdogs. It would set them back significantly to lose this game. But I just don't see more than a field goal separation, which is why I'm on the Dolphins because of the the line. And, and like I said, if the line was different, I'd think differently because I can we can make cases for both teams. I have personally made cases for both teams. When the week started, I looked at the schedule, and I didn't analyze the line so much. I just said Raiders are going to beat the Dolphins. Yeah. And, and, and now when I think about it and I look at the number and I looked at how the number was going, anything north of a field goal, you're giving me north of four. It was at four and a half at one point. It's down to three and a half now. But north of a field goal, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I took the Dolphins at four and a half in the contest, and I think I'm getting the better side of the number. Yeah, no, I agree with you. If I, I did not play the game, but I would be on the underdog here as well. I agree with what Jeff Benson said, that there's not a huge drop-off uh, from Tua to Jacoby Brissett. Of course, Brissett has a lot of NFL experience as a starter, did so for the Indianapolis Colts uh, upon the retirement from Andrew Luck from that team. So uh, it'll be a very interesting game, and interesting there that it falls on both sides in the top five consensus picks there. The Rams at plus one and a half, is the second most popular pick there in the Circa Million. The Green Bay Packers at plus three and a half, and then the Arizona Cardinals, the fifth most popular pick, laying seven and a half on the road. And I know you had some thoughts about the Rams in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that the Rams are the right side because, uh, you know, what I tell people to do with road favorites is to flip the spread. Uh, and if this game was in Tampa, would the Bucks be a touchdown favorite? And I don't think that that's the case. I think the line would still be right around a field goal, probably, with Tampa being a, f- a favorite at home. Now, I brought that up to Jeff, and, and he explained that they don't value home field as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. It's no longer giving the field goal at home. It might even be a, a point to a half a point for being at home. So if this game was in Tampa, they would probably have this line as a field goal or three and a half. So the line being in, in L.A. now, Bucks, Bucks minus one or Bucks pick them is probably the right line to have. It did open up as the Rams as a one and a half point favorite and completely flipped to the opposite side with the Bucks as one and a half. And I think people seeing the Rams as the underdog, as the one and a half, finding value on a game that there might not be much with the line, but in a game that is could be a coin flip, an NFC championship game preview likely, take the uh, home underdog. I've seen and heard people uh, talk about this game, opinions that I very much respect, and I've seen people on either side. I know our own Matt Humans is on the Rams, and uh, Scott Kellen, who's his guest on uh, the uh, Edge on Fridays. They do a football Friday where they go over every play with Scott Kellen, and Scott jumped on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at a pick'em. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, Scott's not alone here, as we've seen the market 
move this game. All right, let's uh, talk about the Circa Survivor consensus picks a little bit. We talked about the Broncos and the Jets with Jeff and Derek, and uh, I'm not surprised to see the Broncos as mm-hmm. the number one selection there. But again, if I was going to be betting this game, not uh, you know outside of a straight up contest here, which you're playing in Survivor, if I was taking a team with the points here, I think I would take the 10, 10 and a half, even 11 with the New York Jets. It's a lot of points. That's a lot of points in the NFL. Uh, this is now the Broncos um, coming home, which is obviously a huge boost for them. Uh, the Jets uh, having Zach Wilson look as bad as he did in that game last week against the Patriots. Now to go up against this defense in the Broncos, which is very formidable, incredible pass rush we know. What's he going to do? What's he going to be like? Maybe the Jets will try and slow the game down, try and run the ball. But again, this Broncos defensive front is fantastic. They're going to be able to limit the run. Broncos haven't started 3-0 since 2016. Uh, I would think that they would they would start off 3-0 here. The line is just so high. And I don't know if the Broncos score enough to cover the line. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the concern for me. I, I'm, I'm not concerned with the Broncos winning this game. And if the Jets win, fantastic. Like I said, I'm a Jets fan. It'd be awesome if they won this game. But let's be realistic here. They're they're ten and a half point on the dogs for a reason. But the Broncos, I only see them scoring into the twenties. Yeah. Against first of all, with their offense and against a Robert Salah led Jets defense. So if you're gonna give them twenty four points, you tell me the Jets can't backdoor fourteen. Right. Right. And, and this total is at forty one and a half. Now, the last 10 games in the NFL that have had a total of 41 or lower are 8-2 and two to the over. Okay. 41 is a very low number. Right. But with these two teams and the, two, and the circumstances, the under could be the move because this could be a 24-10 final. It could be a 21-7 final, something like that. Uh, I just think with 10.5, the back door is always open. Like I said, this could be a 24-7 game with a minute left, and the Jets get a meaningless touchdown to make it 24-14. I think it's very interesting that there's that one player in the Circa Survivor Contest that landed uh, on the you Jets. You are 100% right. That's a guy with multiple entries, right. because he's just thinking game theory here, that if the half the pool gets knocked out with the Broncos, I'm going to be surviving with the Jets and laughing my way to the counter to collect my money. I would kind of love to see it. Because what a great story that would be. That would be, be. Wouldn't that be I awesome? I want to talk to that guy. I, I wanna, yeah. I, if the Jets win that game, I want to see that guy's reaction yes. when, when the final horn sounds. <laughs> yes. He's going to jump through the off the couch and imagine, through the TV. Imagine if it was more than 50% of the pool. Like Imagine if it was 70% <laughs> of the pool or 80% of the pool on the Denver Broncos. I think that player is just thinking that the majority of the people were going to take the Broncos and I'm going to go against it and try oh, and yeah. win and knock everybody out. Absolutely. No, it is definitely good game strategy there. Uh, look at some of the numbers here for the Jets, and I really don't think they're as bad as they have appeared. I mean, in week one, they held the Carolina Panthers to 19 points. Mm-hmm. Okay, In week two, that game was basically over before it started. Zach Wilson threw four interceptions, but that defense held New England to four field goals. Yep. And I don't think Bill Belichick is very happy with how his offense, you know, Mac Jones, he's not being asked to throw the ball deep downfield. Robert Sala's defense is actually, I think, a positive point for the New York Jets right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if they stayed inside those double digits on Sunday. We'll get back to more previews of more of the action in the Week 3 card. It's the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Scott Seidenberg with you on v the Sports Betting Network. 
This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is now available 24 7 on YouTube TV, the Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com and start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find out all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. Brady Cannon and Scott Seidenberg with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. And we want to dive back into the previews of the Week 3 contest. We are still in the early window, Scott. And I want to go to two 1-1 one one teams that will meet in Cleveland. The Bears will be visiting the Browns. And it was supposed to be pretty windy in Cleveland for this game. And sharp bettors have responded by hammering the total in this game to the under. It started at 50, opened at 50, currently down to 44 and a half. Justin Fields, the rookie out of Ohio State, he will get the start for the uh, for the Chicago Bears with Andy Dalton still nursing a bruised knee. The Browns are favored by seven and a half points here at home. Scott, did you get involved with this one? So I have the Browns in a teaser piece, uh, so they just have to win for me. But I've had people talk me into the Bears, and the reasons make sense. So I'm curious to see where you lean on this game. Obviously, I really need the Browns to win for that teaser to come through. But with the Browns dealing with the injuries, uh, they're without their starting left tackle or starting tackle, Chris uh, Hubbard. Jedrick Wills is questionable for the game. Their center, J.C. Treader, is questionable for this game as well. No Jarvis Landry, although Odell Beckham Jr. will right. make his debut, right. but hasn't played in a long time because of the injury. So is he 100%? What's his timing going to be like with Baker Mayfield having missed all that practice time as well? The Bears now. With Justin Fields, how much do you elevate them offensively? He's looked okay in his time. They did run that good goal line play against the, the Bengals where he uh, kept it himself and, and ran it in for a touchdown. He does give them a different dynamic offensively because he can make the schoolyard play, right? The backyard play. Turn a negative into a positive. Just when you think that Miles Garrett has him in the grasp, next thing you know, it turns into a 30-yard rushing game. He, you know, he can make those plays. Does him at quarterback now change your opinion on this Bears offense? And with all the injuries to the Cleveland Browns, do you see the Bears being the right side or not? I don't. Good. I, I actually you. prefer the Cleveland side. Thank and, you. And I think you could make an argument that Justin Fields is a downgrade at quarterback. Okay. Um, I, you know, Andy Dalton has never been a bad quarterback in his career. He's always been pretty decent. Mm -hmm. and, and he hasn't looked that bad for the first two weeks of the season for the Chicago Bears. Week one was a very tough assignment going against the Los Angeles Rams. And, uh, of course, he got knocked out in the second half of the game against the Cleveland Bra or the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And, and Justin Fields was shaky in that game. Yeah. He, he didn't look too good. Now, eventually, yes, Justin Fields, I would expect to earn this starting job and probably be the better option. But I think for this Bears team right now, Andy Dalton is probably the steady veteran that can keep this team in games, and I think it's actually more of a bet against the Bears with Fields at quarterback. Okay, and, and you you talked about Zach Wilson and Bill Belichick, you know, preparing against a rookie quarterback. Well, Kevin Stefanski has absolutely impressed me as a head mm -hmm. coach, and I think he'll have something dialed up for the young man Justin Fields as well. 
Uh, and, and Cleveland has not been all that impressive defensively right now, giving up on third down conversions on defense over 63% of the time. They're allowing uh, the opposition to convert. They're almost giving up six yards per play on defense. Now, conversely, on offense, they're gaining over seven yards per play. So the offenses look pretty darn good. You mentioned uh, the offensive line being a little bit banged up. I think if there is a strength to the Chicago defense, it's definitely against the run, not against mm-hmm. the pass. Um, and I think also with this wind that is in the forecast in Cleveland, we're seeing it in the neighborhood of 10 to 20 miles an hour, which is pretty significant. Um, I kind of think it's going to affect the ball of Justin Fields more so than it will Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield kind of throws that dart of a yeah. ball, right? And, and I think Fields can tend to loft it a little bit. If the Cleveland Browns are able to get a couple turnovers in this game, I think they win in cover. Does the performance last week of Tyrod Taylor um, make you think that maybe Justin Fields can duplicate a little bit of that? You know, Taylor was good last week. Uh, he eluded the pass rush, found his guys down the field. He did have one long run uh, of 15 somewhat yards. You know, obviously Justin Fields is going to be a little similar. Taylor's a veteran. You know, uh, he, he, you know, he's very capable as as a quarterback. Having it be the first start for Justin Fields does give me a little bit of cause for concern if I'm a Bears backer, just because. And I'm not saying the moment's too big for him. Obviously, it's not. Play big time college football. The moment's not too big for him. But when things are breaking down, when you're trailing, there might be a spot where he forces a throw mm-hmm. because he's trying desperately to make a play. Yeah, and he hasn't learned those tough lessons yet that you have to learn in the NFL. That sometimes you take the loss. Yeah, this is a guy who's not used to losing in his life. Good point. And when you have that situation, when you have that coming up, growing up through your entire life, sometimes to your detriment, you try and always make the play. Mm-hmm. And in the NFL, you're just not able to do it all the time. I worry that he's going to try and make a play and make an ill-advised throw that could turn this game from a potential covering spot to the Browns actually being the ones that cover. Well, Cleveland has an incredible record when their defense is able to force two or more turnovers, and that's not breaking news. Any team that is going to get, you know, or win the turnover battle, it's very predictive that they're going to win that game and cover the spread. But, But I agree with you. I also think you make a great point about Tyrod Taylor, and he does have that escapability that Justin Fields has himself, but... Again, you mentioned that first start for a rookie. I think that's very different from a very wise veteran quarterback like Tyrod Taylor. And, and it goes to what I was talking about, about the Cleveland defense as well. Their defense has not really lived up to the billing so far through the first two games. Now, the first game they played the Kansas City Chiefs. You, yeah. give them, you cut them a little <laughs> bit of slack there, okay? But uh, I, I think it is actually, if you're a Bears backer, it might be a good thing that Justin Fields is making his debut on the road because you, you talked about his competitive nature and wanting to extend a play and, and, you know, has that never give up attitude and he's not going to let go of the play and throw it out of bounds and live for another day. If he was at home, the expectations would be even greater Mm. on him. So maybe it's good that he's opening up on the road. Plus remember the conversation surrounding this team coming into the season when the debate was, you know, who's going to take the snap? Who's going to be the quarterback to take the first snap of the season? Right. And can right. You, could you bet Justin Fields at plus 300 to be the, the quarterback? And the idea was, they're not going to start him on the road against Aaron Donald right. in week right. one. Okay, 
Let's. How do we feel about him on the road against Miles Garrett and Javian <laughs> Clowney and the rest of this Browns defense now, right? That's a good like, point. Shouldn't we have the same fears that we had with Aaron Donald and the Rams front seven with the Cleveland Browns in their front seven? Yeah, no, it, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? I, and, and I think it's good as a handicapper to kind of pick out situations like that. Wait, if we didn't want him to start week one against Aaron Donald, why do we want him to start week three? No, it, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. I, I hadn't considered that, but... I did make this line eight uh, in my exercise when I make the opening lines. I made this eight, so um, I, I'm with you. I, I tease the Browns down as well. That is one leg of my teaser, and we'll get that in our best bets segment coming up here where the other leg uh, lies. But um, I, I think it's very safe to tease them down to one, and I tell you what, I, I wouldn't be all that scared about laying the seven either. Wonder, and it is up to yeah. seven and a half now. I wonder if you and I are on the same second leg of the teaser because the first, I have two teasers. One I've already given you. It was the Panthers and the Ravens. My second teaser is the Browns, and we'll see if we're on the same side. All right, very good. We'll <laughs> save that for a little later in the program. One of mine is a best bet for the weekend. All right, we've discussed this game a little bit as one of the most popular uh, consensus plays in the Circa Millions contest, and that is the Denver Broncos hosting the New York Jets. The New York Jets are off to an 0-2 start. Denver is at 2-0, and and this one will go down in the Mile High City. The Jets with losses to the Carolina Panthers and the New England Patriots. Denver with wins over the New York Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Starting to see this tick down to 10 now, quite a bit in the market, Scott. Uh, it opened at 11, quickly got down to 10.5, and, and now we're seeing it get down to 10, uh, a total of 41 here. Here's a little nugget for you. And again, we talk about trends, and you you certainly can't throw all your chips in the trends basket, but if they make sense, and I think this one does, since 2006, teams that failed to make the postseason the year before and open the current season with back-to-back -back road games, they're 12-13 and 13 straight up and 6-18-1 and one against the spread in their home opener in Week 3. That applies to Denver here in this situation, as well as Dallas, Minnesota, and San Francisco. And I think it just makes sense because when you're out on the road, and you talked about it with New Orleans, mm -hmm. when you're out on the road for a couple weeks, then you come back home. You're getting back into your routine. You settle down in your house with your family, whatever it is, and you kind of exhale for a minute. And then you have the expectations of that home crowd. Yep. Hey, you guys are 2-0, and wonderful. And then, you know, it, it, I think this trend explains that there could be a possible flat spot there. Could be. But this is a Broncos defense that's allowing less than 70 yards on the ground a game. Against they're the gonna force, Jacksonville Jaguars and New York Giants. They're going to force Zach Logan. We will see. We'll talk more about that game on the other side. Stick with us at the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits, where the money and ticket percentages are on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only 22 bucks per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Let's finish up here, a final thought, and we've talked a lot about this Broncos-New York Jets game, and I also wanted to mention, you were talking about this Broncos offense, or this Broncos defense, mm-hmm. rather, is going to be able to force Zach Wilson into a lot of problems. I just think there's maybe a little bit too much love for the Broncos right now. That defense will be without Bradley Chubb, Ronald yeah. Darby in the secondary uh, and, and Robert Sala is going to have to game plan not to attack that Broncos secondary because that certainly is a strong point of this defense. But again, I think maybe Denver's getting a little bit too much love because they beat the Giants and the Jaguars. Sure. You know? Yeah. And this is a team, you know, could be a false 2 0 team. Uh, you know, you look at them and you think, all right, I, I how think, good? I think they're a good team. Yeah, I think but, they're a good team, but too. But not great. And, 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 you know, I picked them both weeks. So I feel very good about my picks. I, I just, am not comfortable with this number. Ten and a half is too much in an NFL game. We saw the, 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 the high line with the Packers against the Lions on the Monday night. They covered that. High line with the, uh, with the Panthers on Thursday night covering. To me, different situations. Those games felt much different than this game feels. Obviously, the Panthers with their defense going up against a rookie quarterback making his first career start on a short week. That's the scenario there. 
Packers playing at home, desperation after losing week one, trying to silence the critics against the worst team in the NFL, arguably in the Lions. Different situation there. Yes, the Jets have looked bad through two weeks, but this is not a Jets team that was projected to have the worst record in the NFL. This is a Jets team that was projected to go five, six, maybe fight for seven wins, get to eight and feel really good about yourself. So they're better than they've shown through two weeks. The defense you mentioned is playing well. Zach Wilson is going to get more comfortable in this system. And whenever you have a line that's a double-digit line, the back door is always open. So this is not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. This is not the Cleveland Browns against the Houston Texans. This is the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect, because they've been good. But they're not an offensive juggernaut that's, that you would lay double digits in a game. The uh, line over the summer that came out on this game was 5.5 in favor of Denver. I personally made it 8.5, so I did grab 11 with the New York Jets in this game. Okay, that's a wrap on that game. Let's get to our best bets, the best bets uh, segment for the Pro Football Blitz, and I will start with mine. We we, we talked it, we teased the teaser here, yeah. Scott. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, of course, I am on the Cleveland Browns minus one as part of my 6.2 team teaser. Mm-hmm. And the other leg for me is the Los Angeles Rams up and over that seven to plus seven and a half. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a strategic uh, teaser move there to take it from one and a half over the seven. Uh, you're going through the three and the seven. So I like that position there, plus seven and a half with Los Angeles. And again, the Browns down to minus one. My other teaser leg is also one of my Circa Survivor picks. And it is an underdog teased up over the touchdown. And it's the Minnesota Vikings. There you go. Taking the Vikings to go over. Their, uh, their total, as you see, those are my Circa Survivor picks there, the five selections that I have, and the Vikings are one of them at plus two. I think the Vikings win this one outright, but in terms of covering the line and covering a higher line by pushing them up, Mike Zimmer, 31-15 and 15 against the number after a straight-up loss. Mm-hmm. And that includes last week's win. Yeah, he covered last week. includes last week's cover against the uh, Arizona Cardinals, a game that they should have won outright. Stop me if you've heard this before. Minnesota kicker missed the game-winning field goal. <laughs> uh, but, but this is a team now that started off two games on the, on the road, returns home with fans in the building. They're playing with desperations because they don't want to start 0-3. doesn't matter what division you're in. 0-3 is always a, a terrible start for a football season, even in a 17-game season. So there is desperation on their side. They are playing at home. They're catching points to a team that, I think is good, but I don't respect as much as other people do. I mean, that that loss last week for the Seahawks, allowing the Titans to come back, showed me a lot about that defense. The Vikings, meanwhile, they're still there defensively. I'm worried about Dalvin Cook's health, but if he does play, he's going to be a go. Cousins is still a solid quarterback. This is a good Minnesota Vikings team. This is a, a team that's definitely better than their 0-2 record. And for me, I'm taking the points at plus two for the contest, but I absolutely just loved taking them at two and teasing them up to eight. As soon as I saw that, I said, that's going to be one of my teaser legs, and let's just find the favorite to pair them with. Uh, I think the Vikings, to me, that, that if I'd be shocked if they lose by more than a touchdown. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's uh, another good choice there. Obviously, a key element of that game will be the health of Dalvin Cook. He is currently listed as questionable. Uh, We'll go to my second best bet, and we just talked about this one, the Jets at plus 11. 
I, I'm still okay with it at yeah. uh, plus 10 and a half. And uh, if it gets below 10, I start to get a little nervous. Uh, you've really missed the best of it at that point. Mm. But uh, if you can find a 10 and a half out there, which you still can most likely, um, I, st- I, th- I still think you're okay with that one. We've explained all of our reasons on that one. I just think it's too many points. Certainly Denver is the better team, but uh, they beat the New York Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I, I'm not ready to crown them yeah. Super Bowl champion just yet. And I had high hopes. I actually, in our VEASAN uh, Pro Football Betting Guide, I actually picked them to win the AFC West division. Mm-hmm. I think wow. this is a fade year for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, and now, as we've seen out of these other squads, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos, this division's almost a coin flip at this point. Yeah. Uh, all these teams are looking pretty good out West. The final best bet for me Scott, is the Lions. I know you like the other side of this. I was able to grab it at nine. Now, that number's long gone. It's all the way down to seven. Mm -hmm. And and I think you can still find some eights. And I'm okay with it at eight. But it's that seven. That's the key number where I don't want to mess with. I know you have Baltimore in a teaser. I have been a teaser. And and if it's at seven tomorrow, I'll play it at seven. Uh, I don't know if I'll play it if it gets above seven um, you know, or if it stays above seven, I should say. If it goes down to seven, they would be something that I would consider because of the push protection. But teasing them down to me was the right move. Um, and I do like them. I think they win. I can see why you would think the line, why, why you would be on the Lions plus nine. Uh, watching them in that game, and they were completely out of it from the get go. I know that they were actually winning at the half, but to me, the situational spot just red Packers the entire time. Uh, I have a lot of concerns with this Lions team. I have a lot of concerns with the head coach. Uh, I have concerns with the quarterback. I got concerns with the defense, with Okuda being out as well. So um, The pass defense is off. Yeah, yeah. But And you mentioned it, uh, not the head coach. I think Campbell's been all right. He, you know, he, he hasn't necessarily shown to be the great game manager, but uh, that's what concerns me is Anthony Lynn's play calling. They had a lead on the Packers mm-hmm. on Monday night, and they really just threw that away in the second half, but the Ravens are coming off of that incredible victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. I I think maybe they come back down to earth a little bit here in this game. Ronnie Stanley, the standout left tackle out of Bishop Gorman High School here in Las Vegas, he's going to be out of this game. They still have all the same injuries, basically, that they had on Sunday night against the Chiefs, and you know how it is, the fallen hero theory, or that that certain game (laughs) when, when everybody's injured, but the rest of the team, they step up and they come up with an effort that, that shocks the world. And, and not that they shocked the world with that victory, but you, you know what I mean. It's that next game where things kind of come back to reality. And, and I think those injuries eventually re- rear their head here against the Detroit Lions. And I just think it's too many points. Yeah. Do, are they gonna, is Detroit going to win the game? Probably not. It's also that win outright as an underdog, go on the road in the role of the favorite situation mm-hmm. that I like to bet against a team in that role, and that would be the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, the situational spots make sense. Uh, I just don't have the stomach to play the Lions. So <laughs> you are a tougher man than I am. All right, let's get to uh, a couple of your final best bets. You had the uh, the teaser there with Minnesota and uh, the Cleveland Browns. You got the Vikings plus two. Uh, talk about the uh, Chargers. I know that's one you really like. I really do because this offense can compete with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think it's going to be a back-and-forth shootout game. And when you look at this Chargers team, they have. They should have won last week against the Dallas Cowboys. They are playing well offensively. Justin Herbert, at one point in that game, was was fifteen of sixteen passing, and his only uh, you know he threw an interception that was his only incompletion. The ball didn't even touch the ground. But he is having a, a very good start to his season. Uh, they got 
Wet Mike Williams is a mismatch nightmare. Uh-huh. And I don't know who on the secondary for the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be able to physically contain him. And if they do, you still have Keenan Allen, you still have Austin Eckler. This is an absolute dynamic offense. And then I go back to the trends. The Chiefs just haven't covered, you know, 111-1 in their last 13 games against the spread. I'm getting a touchdown with the Chargers. I'll gladly take that number. I love the uh, Chargers offensive line, what they did in the offseason through the draft and through uh, through free agency. I think Justin Herbert Scott is my favorite player in the NFL to watch. Love, love that it. kid. Yep. He really slings it, and Brandon Staley, the new coach, really giving him a green light to throw it just about anywhere around the yard that he wants to. That's two hours in the books on the Pro Football Blitz. We'll be back with the final hour and Matt Meiselman of DraftKings when we return. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every cappers, 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 to analyze. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.